Hello and welcome to Home Comfort Tactics. My name is Eric Gans and today I want to talk to you about air leakage. Before I do so, I just want to do a few things here. I want to talk to you about why I'm doing this podcast. The reason I'm doing it is because I go into houses day in and day out and I see the same problems over and over. And when I report out to people the problems, they are enlightened. They are excited to understand and better have a grip on what the problems are that are you know, controlling the comfort in their home. And I want this podcast to get this information out to you know people so that they can think about things in a little bit of a different way now today the first step to that is learning about air leakage and air sealing and where these problems are happening around the house and how to you know treat it and how to make the situation better so the way that i want to do that is i want to read one stat to you and that is that even in well-insulated houses, up to 50% of the energy required for space heating, so the energy required to get the house to where it's comfy, can be used to make up for heat loss due to air leakage. So what does this mean? This means that, you know, I think one simple way to say it is, let's say you set the thermostat to 73. Uh, You wake up, it's, you know, it's 70 and you want to get it up to 73 because you slept, but now you want it to be a little bit warmer. And let's just say that it takes 30 minutes to get it to 73. I think what this is saying here is that if you seal the house and you don't have as much air leakage then you can actually reduce the time that it takes you know maybe not by 50 percent you know it might not be an exact translation but instead of it taking 30 minutes it might only take 20 minutes and the end result is is that you're going to feel a little bit warmer more comfortable sooner air leakage that means you're not going to get as much of that heat leaving so your heating and cooling doesn't have to come on as soon and because it didn't run for that extra 10 minutes cumulatively over a long period of time that's going to save a lot of money and energy so let's talk about how air moves through your house first because that is a common misperception and it can be talked about for a long time but i think the best way to discuss this topic is to talk about it uh, related to windows because everybody looks out the window and sees the wind and feels the drafts around the window but in actuality the real places that your home is losing energy by air leakage is not through windows it's at the ceiling points connected to the attic it's at your basement where it's connected to the outside and due to pressure and this is where it gets to how air moves inside your home due to different physics and pressures heat rises when you allow cool air to come in and replace the heat that leaves it's going to consistently happen if you don't disrupt it 
So the point here is that there are far more important places to seal around the house to get a better result than just sealing and replacing windows. All right, what exactly is air sealing? Well, air sealing is the process of using many different types of material. It could be foam, it could be caulking. In some cases, we use different types of sheathing. But the point is, is that any place that air can move between the inside of the house and the outside, we want to try to seal. Now, when it comes to retrofitting a house, and that means that, let's say your house is built in the 80s or the 90s or even early 2000s, certainly the 60s, 50s, you know, 70s, all of that. But the point is, is that we can't get to every single place that your house loses energy or, or leaks air because you have drywall in place or paneling, you have ceilings up, and those things are costly to just tear down to air seal. So what we want to do is we want to focus in a retrofit on the places that we can get to unfinished basements and that's why attics are so important so we want to get up into the attic and we want to seal all the cracks and the crevices using the different materials that i mentioned and usually in the attic and in the basement the best solution is foam and the reason why it's really great is because the foam starts off as you know as a foam and then it can slowly fill in as it ex slowly expands into the gap and then, you know, after about 10, 15 minutes, it hardens and then air can't pass through. So that is a great way, a great method of sealing. And these are things that you can do yourself. However, I do want to make it clear that the type of podcast that I'm doing, it's not always a do-it-yourselfer type of thing. I get that because not a lot of people want to spend time in their attic. But what I can tell you is that when you understand what the problems are, even if you can't get in the attic yourself, you are going to be on a better pathway to getting it fixed because you're going to understand what it is that you need done. So if you do have a handyman or even a friend or brother or son or somebody who can come and do these things for you, then you are going to be in the driver's seat because you're going to know, again, what needs to be done. There are, of course, contractors like myself, others in the BG and PEPCO program that also know how to do these things, and you can seek them out as well. Okay, what, we talked about that. How do, we talked about that. Where should you air seal? Well, we talked a little bit about that, but let's, let's dive into that a little bit more because this is the part that I think does enlighten people. The places, let's talk the attic first. When you're in the attic and you're walking above the, you know, the house's living space, then you can see things in a different way. So the one way that I explain this to people when I'm in the field doing an energy audit is that we all have walls and walls have space between them. And all of our homes have air in every single part of the house. So if you think about a wall, even though you're not necessarily hanging out in there or spending any time in there, there is air in there. And that's getting back to what I was talking about, about being in the attic. When you're in the attic, you can see in the top of a wall. 
And the thing about that is, is that no, to the naked eye, it doesn't appear as though, you know, there are holes. When you think about a light switch in your wall in the hallway, well, what you see when you're in the attic is the person who built the house or the construction worker, they drilled a hole in the top of the framing above the wall, cavity, and the wire fishes down between, down to the switch. So that is one good example of where you have a connection point between the inside of your house and the attic. And it's one that is there 365 days a year. It's drawing, you know, you're losing energy there because it's not properly sealed. But that is not one that people think about every day. Again, back to the windows, people are spending a fortune on replacing windows and they're leaving these wide open holes that are in far great or worse places because of pressure. Heat rises, the attic gets hot, everything wants to come in. Those two places, ceiling, attic, are going to be far more detrimental for air leakage than the sides of the house. Now, what I always tell people is if for some reason you're watching this and you live on the water and maybe, you know, 250 days of the year, you, you know you're getting a stiff breeze on the north part of the house then yeah, maybe windows on that vertical wall, the north facing wall are going to be more important for you. But here where we are in Maryland and most places, that is the pressure is mostly up and down. So that's where you want to focus your attention and the ceiling part. That's where, you know, having the knowledge is going to put you in the driver's seat. So we talked about tops of walls. We talked about how there's electrical. Let's talk about the everyday bath fan. So people have drywall ceilings and they have exhaust fans in their bathroom. And when the exhaust fan is put in, a drywall square is cut in the ceiling and the fan is installed and then it's fastened you know maybe to the ceiling joist or somehow but when the cover is put on guess what there's a gap between where the drywall is and where the fan is so that is a great escape route for heat in the winter and a great you know entry point for heat in the summer because nobody took the time and this is okay i'm not knocking it people don't know about this Nobody took the time to put a bead of foam around the perimeter so that that communication of air wouldn't take place. All right, so that's air sealing. I hope this is a little bit of a demonstration of the importance of it. And it also maybe just get your mind sort of focused on this in a slightly different way. And maybe it'll introduce you to my podcast, which is really just I'm trying to hone my skills on getting better on delivering good information for you. I've got lots of ideas and I'm working on ways to communicate them to you. So hopefully this was somewhat entertaining. Thanks for watching. Check me out um, on my website, homeairleakage.com. My contracting company here in Maryland is hometrustremodeling.com. Thanks for watching.